Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. Now here's every Wildcats best friend, Michael Bennett, alongside Shannon the Dude. Hello, Big Blue Nation. This is Just the Cats. My name is Michael Bennett. I appreciate you joining us on this cloudy Thursday. Yes, there I did it again. I, I don't mean to do that, but I'm outside, and it's 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 not real pretty, and it's supposed to be a really ugly day uh, day today and tomorrow, and I'm sorry to hear that, and I know, Shannon, this is a big day for you. Have you decided if you're still going to go through with your walk with all this rain coming through? Yeah, but I don't think we've made a formal announcement yet. Oh, you haven't? So I don't okay. know if maybe I should hold off for the, the other show before we oh. mention what's oh. going to happen. Or Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that up. Yeah, then, don't, so. don't be stepping on our topics now. Right. See, I mean, you, you really, you're really you slowly turning into Matt Jones. We mentioned this yesterday. This you come on here, first thing you do, you give a weather report. You're writing a book. <laughs> I mean, really, what is next? You're going to start stacking McDonald's cups all over your, your house? Well, you know, the sad part about it is uh, there are, and I know this person wouldn't like to admit it, there are a lot of traits that we are pretty much alike, and then there's so many other ones. <laughs> you and Matt are, li- are alike? Uh, there are some things, okay? There are some things. Yeah, you're, there you're, are... both, you're both human. You're both males. Yes, there. That's it. Yeah. And then there are things that, you know, that other person just absolutely despises about me. And I think a lot of it has to do because I'm happy. So it, people, it, it bothers people that other people are happy. You know, my dad used to say, you've heard me say this. Uh, my dad used to say every day when somebody would come ask him, Jerry, how you doing? He'd say, it's the greatest day of my life. There were people out there that hated hearing that. <laughs> yeah. So, people yeah. love, misery loves company, huh? E- evidently. <laughs> I think, I think that's true. So well, see, but, I think you're happy, but I think you've also got a lot of pent up aggression. Because sometimes you are needlessly angry, as one sports writer pointed out on Twitter. And after he pointed it out, I started listening to him. I was like, you know what? He's got a point. I think it's true. I don't remember this. Who is this that pointed it out in the media? I don't. I can't remember who it was. It was like oh, I think it was, no. I don't, I don't think it was anybody that I even recognized. Honestly, oh, really? I, okay. I think it was some. Just I think you tweeted some random national writer. Oh, okay. Oh, that's it. Yes. Yeah. I remember that now because he said Mark Stoops had done an okay job. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. And And then you said something to him, and he goes, man, you are needlessly angry. And ever since then, I've been keeping my eyes on you. Okay. And I I think he's got a point. You are needlessly angry. Okay. Well, I'm so glad you started the show out that way because, you know, (laughs) we've got potential clients out there that are listening to us right now. Well, maybe they need an angry endorser. (laughs) They don't need an angry endorser. And I'm not angry. Let me tell you right now, I could have my neighbor come over right now who's waving at me. I could have him come over and ask, am I angry? And and, and Ken would say, Michael, you're not angry. You're one of the happiest people I've ever been around. That's what most people say. No. You know, what if your neighbor tackled you? Uh, well, I don't, I'm not going to get into a topic that you, you, you're trying to keep me away from subject matter that other shows talk about. I'm not going to talk about that. I, I happen to like that senator, even though he is kind of an oddball. I didn't ask I, if you liked him. I was not even talking about that. I'm just saying yeah. theoretically. Oh, what if, what if he attacked on. you? Would you like That's it? exactly what you meant. If Well, if we're playing football, absolutely. I love playing tackle football. So, yeah. Wait a minute. You love playing tackle football? <laughs> I would love to see you out there playing football. I would be done in probably the first or second play, so I, I would I would uh, you know create some sort of injury because I would be panting like a, a wild horse. Okay, so, 
All right, but in all seriousness, we do have a couple of new clients that are looking at, you know, coming onto our show yeah. and sponsoring it. And I get a little nervous. It's like, okay, we got to do a good show today so that they like what we're talking about and they advertise with us. So make sure you know. All right, well, then straighten up. Do a good give show. Give me a little credit every now and then that I'm doing a good job, even though we all know that I can be a bit of a boob. So I'll readily admit it right now. All right. Lots to talk about today. And, of course, the news came out from the ACC first that they're going to have a 10-game conference-only schedule, including an extra game, so 11 total, of uh, a game that uh, could be another school inside your own state. So clearly, Shannon, what they're trying to say there, without the SEC announcing their idea yet, which should come out, I think, today, uh, they're clearly trying to say, okay, the rivalry games will be uh, will be good, and the ACC will play like Georgia Tech will be playing Georgia, and and so on. Florida would be playing Florida. State. Your in-state rivals, correct? Now, I think that's I think that's a good announcement. I, I think it's safe to say UK will be playing and, and winning the Governors Cup Cup again this coming year, but uh, the SEC hasn't announced. Now, if you read a Sports Illustrated report yesterday, it stated the, that the SEC is going to announce only a ten game, only a conference uh, schedule. So, what do you make of that? Yeah, it's a little contradictory there, huh? It is. Totally contradictory. So if you listen to, to one, one conference's plan, it sounds like we may get the UK L game. If you listen to the other conference, it sounds like maybe we won't. Well, wait a minute. It's not the conference saying that. This is a, a report coming out of Sports Illustrated. So it hasn't been confirmed Okay, and then if we believe Sports yes. Illustrated's article here. Yes. We, which I don't want to believe. I, I, I find it hard to believe. <laughs> well, I I, I, yeah, believe. I mean, look, take it, take it for what it is. Exactly. So, Which I mean, isn't much. So, <laughs> so until well, we get an official announcement, to me, I don't know. Why even speculate? Let's just wait and see what happens. Well, I, I tend to think that, okay, the ACC is already announced. And I had a good friend of mine call me last night who is really in the know, far more so than me. Uh, I, you could guess, but let's not do it. I don't want everybody to know. Uh, but <clears throat> saying, listen, Mike, look at the ACC. They've already announced that they're going to play their 10-game uh, schedule in the conference plus one which would be an in-state, that's telling you right now the SEC is pretty much going to be doing the same thing. So Greg Sankey hasn't come out to say it. The athletic directors have been meeting, and they said the majority of the ADs have agreed, and this is what the SI report said, agreed to a 10-game conference schedule. That that tells me that the SEC is going to end up doing the same thing. We will get the uh, UK game, which, which is good. I think that's good. It's good. Even though it doesn't mean anything to Michael Bennett, it means a lot to the fan base. Let me tell you why it doesn't. Listen, this game for the longest time, especially in the the, uh, genesis of this game, this has always been swayed towards a good thing for U of L. It's never really meant that much to UK because anytime we lose, it's a detriment to UK. Anytime we win, it's not that big of a deal. What, what, what do you mean time, it doesn't mean on, anything to UK? Hold on. Over time, it has become a bigger and bigger deal. Here's the other problem with this rivalry, Shannon. You know, with, with Rick Pitino as, at the helm of the basketball team at UofL, with Bobby Petrino at the helm, it was easy to dislike UofL and both programs. Now that you've got Scott uh, Satterfield 
And now that you've got Chris Mack, I don't dislike these guys. I really kind of like Give it them. some time, man. Give it some time. You will. You think so? Yeah, there's going to be some comments, I'm sure, made in the media somewhere that we're going to be able to uh, pick apart. Yes. And, and, and find a reason to dislike these guys. Either way, regardless of who's coaching, it's still UofL. It's still yes. that red color that everybody hates in this state <laughs> if you're a Kentucky fan. Yes. And it's still UofL regardless of who's coaching. Yeah. So, well, so the is- rivalry is always going to be there. And I know funny. you try to argue that it's not, but it is. Well, I mean, look at what Cal has done since Cal has been at UK. His record is 9-2. and two. That's not much of a, a rivalry when you continue to beat them pretty much every year. You look at the football, it's a little more of a rivalry. But You're again, saying competitive rivalry. Yes. It's all, okay. Again, it's all always right. going to be a rivalry. It's just been a little bit less competitive of a rivalry lately. I just, I just, I, well, I, you know, we thought we had a chance at the end of the game last year when Scott Satterfield, right in front of me, uh, goes up to Mark Stoops and says, "Hey, everybody's doing the yells down. You need to stop them." Yeah. I thought, okay, there it is. That's going to be the start of the rivalry and the hatred of their coaches again, and it just kind of fizzled out. Yeah, we've kind of forgotten about that. I, yeah. I actually forgot about it until you just mentioned it. Well, exactly. See, that, that that proves my point right there, is that we forget about these little things that have happened. And, of course, we had the little bit of uh, tiff between John Calipari's daughter and Chris Mack's wife, Christy Mack. But it's not really fair. Yeah, yeah, we had that. You're right. And but- it kind of fizzled out. There is nothing out there that is really making us get back into the point where it was Rick Pitino and Bobby Petrino. You know why? Because none of those little things, those little conflicts, are quite the same as leaving a team you once coached and then going down the street and coaching the rival. That's what Patino did. It yes. was instant heat. It was instant hate from Kentucky. But why did we hate Bobby Petrino so much? That wasn't the case there. Well, Bobby Petrino, I mean, his whole story with the, the cervical collar, <laughs> that whole story. <laughs> cervical. It's Wait yeah. a minute now. Let's get his nickname right. Yeah. It's cervical Bobby, okay? I thought it was cervical collar, Bobby. It's cervical collar, Bobby. You're okay, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. John, you know, but I mean, his, his just—I uh, guess his reputation to be in flighty, yeah. At other, you know, yeah. it, whether it be with the Falcons or or wherever, you know, I think I think he was just a dislikable guy. If, if you're the other team, maybe so. I, I I talked to a number of the U of L fans that didn't even like him, especially towards the end. I mean, everything had just gone awry and. Uh, you couldn't blame U of L fans for disliking them, but again, it gets back to my point. We keep forgetting these little things that are happening between Chris Mack or his family in UK, and then also uh, with uh, Scott Satterfield and Mark Stoops. I like these guys. I mean, right now I do, and so I, I, I guess the rivalry is kind of not there as much because of that fact, right there. Well, so, when Denny was there, did you dislike Denny? No, I always liked. I, I re, let's just say this: I respected Denny Scrum. Okay, so okay, yes. so then there it's was not no that dislike much. there. So then, what you're telling me is the only U of L coach you've ever disliked was Rick Pitino. Probably so, okay. because I thought what he did was so uh, inexcusable and so um, I mean unforgiving. And yet, I'm getting to the point now since he's left U of L and gone to Iona, I'm getting to the point where. Okay, let's start accepting him back into Big Blue Nation because then you start remembering the stories of what he did, bringing in Mashburn and the whole unforgettables. And He's man, also been was, very uh, complimentary of Kentucky since yes, leaving Louisville. Yes, he has. So you can tell he's trying to repair that relationship with Kentucky. But with U of L, you can forget it. Regardless of what you thought about Patino, you have to. I think we all have to agree he was great for the rivalry. Yes, I mean that took that rivalry 
between UK and U of L to just a completely different level, maybe a level it's never been at when he was here. <laughs> You're probably right. And, you know, it all started out with uh, Rex Chapman, and then we all remember the Patrick Sparks three at the very end, even though he took five or six steps and, yeah. and shouldn't have You don't have to, mention, have, you don't have to mention that part. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to be honest, let's be honest about it. He did walk up. They, 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 there's been a couple of clips out there on Twitter. Thank God where, Instant Replay didn't really exist back then. Exactly, because that game would have been called off and Freedom Hall would have been going nuts, and it happened right in front of me. So let's go ahead and take Take our first break. If you'd like to give us a call, uh, or if you're a potential advertiser and would like to join us, uh, you can call us at 502-571-1080. You can tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. we got a lot more to talk about. Humble brag, by the way. <laughs> Humble brag? That ha- How's that? That happened right in front of me. I was courtside when it, it happened. It did. Humble I, well, brag. I, wasn't, I was pretty close to court. But you were I probably courtside. right there. You probably almost stepped on your foot. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah, I was, I was trying to trip one of the defenders. So, <laughs> all right. We'll, ta- we'll be right back. This is Just the Cat. Now back to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. I love how you say something in my ear right before we're going on the air, and I know you want me to respond to it. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. That's why we're not on Zoom today. I put you in Zoom timeout. Okay, we're on Zoom timeout. There we go. All right, let's let's get a couple of tweets out of the way. Uh, Then he said, Shannon the Dude is going to have to use that new app and swap out Michael Bennett and that other person's faces in a bunch of pics. No, we're not going to be doing that. Although <laughs> You guys I, can have fun with that on your own. Yeah, I, although I will say your face fits perfectly on so many other faces. I saw the one yesterday. Somebody put your face on Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. And, and it's, it is just, it's, you said it to me a couple of minutes ago, it's creepy. Yeah, it I is. Mean, it's just weird looking. People so, are having fun taking uh, wrestlers and putting my face on different wrestlers' faces. Well, that's the thing you do, though. I mean, that is the thing that you probably are the most passionate about is wrestling. So it makes sense to put you on a bunch of wrestlers. Don't you Don't you agree? Yeah. Now, hey, you had me play this Purple Haze song, and the song's almost run out because you've gone squirrel okay. on me. You right. wanted me to play this song for what reason? There is a uh, There was an article a couple of days ago about hilarious misheard lyrics. Yes. And I want to talk about these because I think, I think it's pretty true. I certainly... Miss here and Jimi Hendrix is one of the song Purple Haze. So if you listen to this, if you don't know what he is saying, excuse me while I kiss the sky. Now I knew that because, and I'm sure you did too, Shannon. Yeah. This is an iconic song, but there are many people out there. Here, turn it up a little bit. No, it's coming up here. Okay. No, we missed it right there. <clears throat> he says, a lot of people seem to think instead of it saying, excuse me while I kiss this guy, it says, excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> no, people actually think it says that. So, yeah, so Jimi Hendrix evidently had an ulterior uh, lifestyle, and, and we didn't know it. So, uh, which, nothing wrong with that. But, I mean, uh, so I didn't realize that people would think that. I always knew it was I, well, while I kissed this guy, didn't you? Uh, yeah, that's what I always knew it to be. All right. If you know the band Jefferson's, or it was called Starship, but it was Jefferson Airplane, then it turned to Jefferson Starship. They they had this song, wildly popular back in the mid-'80s, called We Built This City. Right. All right. So one of the lyrics is, we built this city on, what was it? Rock and roll. Exactly. There are a lot of people that believed the lyrics said, we built this city on sausage rolls. 
Who are these people? I, I'm with you right there. Where are you reading this from? This is USA Today. No. Yeah. All right, the Eurythmics. Let's talk about them. 1983, they had a big song called Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams are, do you remember the rest of the lyric? Made of these. Exactly. All right, you ready for this? Who am I to disagree? Huh? Who am I to disagree? Okay, good. So you know the whole song. All right, so are you ready for I'm really, I'm really a music connoisseur. Okay, that's enough. I consider enough myself. <laughs> well, you better be a connoisseur of cheese because this is what they seem to think they said. Sweet dreams are made of cheese. I've never met a human being who thinks that's the lyrics of that song. I, all right, let's talk about Johnny Cash. I can see clearly now, which I forgot he totally wrote this song. A lot of people seem to think I can see clearly now the rain is gone. All right, you got that? Now, I can kind of hear this one. This lyric, people seem to think that Johnny Cash or whoever else is singing the song, because he's there's a lot of people that covered this song. I can see clearly now Lorraine is gone. No, I never thought that one either. See, I could hear it, though. I could definitely say, okay, the rain is gone, Lorraine is gone. I could hear you know, him probably misunderstanding that. All right, living on a prayer, Bon Jovi. Don't make a difference if we make it or not. <laughs> this is the best one. Okay. All right. Uh, a lot of people seem to think he says, doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not. <laughs> I like those lyrics like, better, actually. Exactly. I think John Bon Jovi should change the lyrics totally. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, let's see here. Let me go to here. Every Pearl Jam song has got to be on that list. Well, see, I'm with you there. Every Pearl Jam, uh, if you listen to uh, Bob Seger, I think you could do the same. Uh, Joe uh, Walsh, you could go the same thing. Our Kings of Leon. Are you ready for this? Uh, you actually hear, you, your sex is on fire. <laughs> What people think he says, oh, dyslexics on fire. So let's go to the phone lines, 502 <laughs> This segment is quickly going downhill. Okay, fine. I like the REM one. Okay, forget well, what's it. What's the REM one? Come on. I know you, you Losing think... my religion. Yes. What uh, is it? That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. Uh, <laughs> it says, it says, let's pee in the corner. Let's pee in the spotlight. <laughs> Okay, forget it. I thought that was hilarious. This is why you haven't been invited back to host the Leach Report. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Who's up first? Andy. What's up, hey, Andy? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm going to shift gears a little bit if I can. Talk a little <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Atlanta Braves baseball. Did you see where Nick Marcakis opted back in to play after he had opted out? When Freddie Freeman had COVID, Shannon, you got that. You're the Braves fan. I'm sorry, I didn't even hear the question. I was taking a oh, phone okay. call. Did you okay, see where Nick Marcakis opted back in uh, after he opted out? You know, before when yeah. he talked to Freddie Freeman. Yep, yep. I saw that. Oh, yep. oh yeah. I I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the trade deadline. Have you heard anything on that? Because normally it's July 31st, or are we just not going to have one of them this year? Uh, I haven't I, heard I, yet, yeah. but we got to take a happen. break real quick. We gotta, we, Andy, okay. I appreciate the phone call. we got to take oh, a yeah, break no right now. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, give us a call, 502-571-1080, Just the Cats. Now back to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. Take time with a wounded hand. 
Cause it likes to hear Alright, let's listen to this for a minute, okay? So this, this is your favorite band. Yeah. This is another one that they misunderstand. But it's the second yeah. verse of the song, right? That they It is? Okay, yeah. Everybody's ru- Everybody run. Bobby's got a gun. Yeah. Alright. Is that coming up soon? No. Or is it going to be a while? going to be a okay. while. Okay, forget it. Then. We won't be able to play it. So you, you should have started. You knew this is what I was going to do. And you, just you, you were fumbling of... over the chorus, though, so I thought you would oh. mention that. I was fumbling over that. So I fumble over a lot of stuff. As we found out in the podcast reviews. I know. Well, by one person, everybody else out there is happy with me. And then, by the way, it's Johnny Nash. I did. I I said Johnny Cash. Yeah. But that last song we were talking about was Johnny Nash. So I apologize. Be honest with me. You didn't know Johnny Nash was even a person. I have no idea who Johnny Nash is, okay? So just make fun of me the entire time. Yes, I don't. I was thinking the whole time, wait a minute, Johnny Cash wrote that song? I don't think so. Yes, yes, he did. It was a country version came out first back in the 60s. (laughs) Fantastic. They played it at the Grand Ole Opry every night. The song didn't even come out to the 70s. Okay, fine. So this is Creep. Yeah. Uh, which is by your absolutely favorite band, STP, if Here you're Shannon the Dude. Bob's got a gun. Now, how would anybody hear Barbie in that? Okay, so, yeah, well, we didn't say that yet. It's The real lyric is, everybody run, Bobby's got a gun. Some people seem to think that they're saying, everybody run, Barbie's got a gun. So, it's probably a pink gun, and they know that <clears throat> she's going to be shooting people. So... <clears throat> I, I I don't know. I I can kind of hear where there's an R in there, and it sounds like Barbie. Bobby's got a gun. You can have, okay. And this is the show that new advertisers are listening to, huh? Now stop it now. Stop it. <laughs> Let's not go there. <clears throat> all right. So yesterday, Joey Lenardi, of course, he we all love to tease him because he still has Kentucky at uh, fourth seed. Uh, but l- let's talk about him for a minute because he came out with an idea that, Shannon, dude, I, I actually think of all people, because you love and live for March Madness. I mean, this correct. is one I of your it. absolute favorite events. As correct? big of a baseball fan as I am, as much as I love the World Series, there's nothing quite like the NCAA tournament. Okay, good. So here is the idea, and I want your honest opinion when you hear this. You know you're going to get it. That's all you get out of me. (laughs) Pretty much so. Uh, Because I really think you're going to like this. Okay. Uh, He wants to expand the team. Instead of 64 teams in the tournament, he wants to pull it up to 80. No, man. You've got to stop at some point. All right, hold Why? On. This is, hold on. This is just for this year. No, this is not going on or anything out. Anything else? So because you're going to have so many teams, uh, if they do play it like football, where they only play conference teams, you're going to have the ranking systems go crazy because of the fact that now they're playing not these little mid America mid mid level teams uh, that they get the easy win by, which screws up the ranking system. So you think that now they're going to be playing a more difficult schedule, so there actually could be teams in the ACC, the SEC, the Big Ten, that have a 500, maybe even below. And so, therefore, they're going to qualify for a 16-game play-in tournament, or 16-team play-in tournament. I don't like this already. You don't? No. I really thought you would like this. Look, at some point you got to stop, though. I mean, at some point it becomes just too much. You know, I, you, I, I think they're, I think they're overthinking this. 
Just do it as it is. If you have to change the standards in which somebody makes the tournament, adjust that. Don't add more teams to the tournament. Adding more teams isn't going to necessarily make it better. Well, I, I just feel like for this one year, it but might here's be the a thing, though. It, it, then if, yes. it, then if you know enough people like it, then all of a sudden now you got eighty teams. At well, some point, you got to cut it off. That is true. Well, you'd have to have an agreement that listen, we're only doing this because of the COVID season that it potentially is going to be. Well, so I, you do it for one I season. News we for don't you, do any time else. I got news yes. for you. A lot. That's yes. a, that's that's the case with a lot of sports and a lot of different rules. But yes. if enough people like it. They're going to say, well, let's just keep it. And then if they don't like it, well, we just use it for that one season. Okay. Well, so I, I feel like this I, is going to be a very experimental season in a lot of sports, it seems in like. In a huge way, it is. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly right there. Because, you know, I watched the Dodgers play the Astros again last night. And, uh, of course, it went to extra innings. And, you know, they're doing this whole thing where they're putting the runner on second, second base. base. I don't like that either. I don't like it. I mean, I really don't. I think it's kind of goofy. Maybe it's because, Shannon, uh, we're purists when it comes to baseball. So is it the fact that we feel that way and we, we kind of become obsessive compulsive that we want the game to stay the way it is? Or do other people out there that are not the avid fan that we are, and they kind of like that new rule, which the MLB is trying to appeal to those people? I can't answer for new fans whether or not they like it. I know I don't like it. I, I guess I sort of understand why is because there's such quick turnarounds. You don't have yes. any – I mean, there's some you know instances where you're going to have – a day in between for rest, but they're trying to squeeze in as many games as possible, and they're trying to make this thing happen as quickly as possible. So if you go through a game maybe where you have 16, 17 innings, you're going to throw out your entire bullpen, and you got to go the next day with no pitchers. But well, you're the, right. But at the same time, I mean, just, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Okay. All right, then. I, I really thought, I, I swore up and down, as soon as I read this, I'm like, I know the one person that's going to love it. Because, you know, with, with his idea is that the regular season uh, champions of each uh, individual conference is going to get an automatic bid, uh, as well as the tournament uh, conference champions are going to get an automatic bid. And for those teams that are maybe right around 500, could be a little below, they're going to play in this play-in. And I, I just thought, oh. Gosh, you would love this as much as you love March Madness. Just do it for one season. It would be a lot of fun to have all these teams in here, 16 of them trying to do the play-in instead of the four-team uh, format that they have right now, which I, you and I both agree it's, it is dumb. I just feel like they're trying to take a situation that's relatively simple and complicated and muddy it up even more. And I think I'm they in should just shock. Well, okay. consider yourself shocked then. Yeah, exactly. Evidently, I'm going to have to. Uh, the Guinness Book of World Record uh, was broken yesterday by a woman out in California. I know this is the exact thing that you would never do. Are you ready for this? Wait on me. She, all right. She is the oldest pilot in the state of, uh, well, anywhere in the world. And uh, she also is a, uh, a private pilot instructor. How old do you think she is? 99. Oh, my gosh. You got it right on the button. Yes, Are you kidding me? Did you see this article? No. Okay. She is 99 years old, and she did over the weekend, this past weekend, she did her final, and now she's retired, her final private pilot lesson. I know there is no way you would ever go up with a 99-year-old whatever. It's not Man, because oh she's 99. I wouldn't go up in a in a private aircraft with anybody. doesn't matter what age they are. 
You wouldn't really? No. You would never go up in somebody's private I'll put it, plane. I'll put it to you like this. I would rather fly with the 99-year-old woman than fly with you. Because I, <laughs> I know you fly around, and there ain't no way. I don't think there's any amount of money you could pay me to jump up in an airplane with you. Wait a minute. That should be the next challenge no. for you then. Well, that would yes, be Yes, forget about this easy little 50-mile walk. The next thing the challenge should be is you should go up in a plane with me. Can as, I tell you, I would, rather, I would rather, rather walk 50 miles for the rest of my life every day <laughs> and get into a plane with you as you with you as the pilot. <laughs> I don't know why that's so terrible. I honestly it's terrifying. don't. Why am I, I hate terrifying flying, for well, you? I hate flying, number one. Number two, you don't even have your pilot license, so you don't, you have no business. I'm almost there. Well, I'm almost, almost there. Yeah, almost. That's like, you know, almost passing your driver's test and saying, well, you know, I just ran into that curb over there and, and banged up the fender, but I almost got my license. Yeah, one of those in a plane and we're all dead. All right. Uh, I- I'm sorry you feel that way. Right. Griffin tweeted out, the rivalry with UK be the same without Rick at UVL, but even with him out of Kentucky, I still hate him, and I don't think the fan base will accept him back. I don't, That's pretty I, hard. I, I disagree with that. I mean, there's going, I to be, there's going to be, I'm sure, a small percentage of fans who are like, ah, you know, I'm never going to like the guy again. But I think that for the most part, our fan base would be forgiving as time goes on. Maybe not yet. It's still, you know... It hasn't been that long, but maybe seven, eight, nine, ten years from now, I think people would welcome him back. So, you, okay, so you think, and there's going to be people who are going to be like, "No, you're crazy," but I think a large part of the fan base will just let that, you know, let that go, and then eventually just welcome him back because you know he did he did do great things at Kentucky. Oh, he did phenomenal things at Kentucky, and, and you know he was a. Uh, you, we talk about Cal and the motivation and the marketing person and sociology person that he is. I mean, and psychologist, he does everything successfully, but we forget how good. Rick Patino was at it too, because you know th- that was a time when we're on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and the shame of UK, and and now he's coming back. We've got nobody that's staying except for one player, and he he, he develops this team with Richie Farmer, John Pelfrey, and they're a bunch of no name kids that weren't even highly recruited come right. in here and, and are successful, almost go to the Final Four, losing to Duke, who was the number one, clearly the number one team in the country. Yeah, I mean, is there a time shannon that he comes back to uk and no one boos at rep arena well i mean there's always going to be somebody like i said there's always going to be so? yeah there's a, yeah. i mean there's probably going to be people tweeting me here in just a minute you're crazy we're always going to yeah. hate patino but you're i don't think that right. i don't think that's the majority of the fan base kentucky i mean kentucky has the best fan base in the entire country correct pro sports college sports you name it and you're not going to convince me otherwise and in every fan base, there's going to be a certain you know section of that fan base who's always going to have hate for for certain coaches. But I think for the most part, maybe maybe it depends on the time. Maybe it takes ten years from now. I think if Patino comes back ten years from now, people are going to cheer him. And, you know, I know we got to take a break, but uh, you got to believe that he was maybe not so much anymore. Maybe he still is. But as far as former UK coaches that are really disliked, he's got to be the most disliked former UK coach. Well, no, I, no, no other coach has done what he's done. Well, you're correct. Yeah, there's no, no other, other UK coach, coach left Kentucky and went rival. to Louisville. Exactly. The, not just a rival, rival, the biggest rival. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's not like he went to biggest, Tennessee. Yeah. No, no, well, yeah. no, 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 no. What do you mean, one of? Yeah. Well, I, I still think Tennessee's, it's not as big as U of L as far as the rivalry, but it is big. See, I grew up, uh, in the era where we didn't play U of L and Tennessee was our biggest rival. 
So that's kind of what I always reflect back to is that I hate Tennessee just as much as stink as much as I do U of L. I don't have a problem with that. So if you don't like it, don't like it. But well, I, it's, in, not, it's not. Again, it's not about you. It's I'm talking about the fan base collectively. Okay, there you go. Okay, there I understand. All right, let's take our last break. If you'd like to call in five zero two five seven one ten eighty and correct me for everything that I've said wrong, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> or. If you, People are going to call in and say, no, we hate Patino. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, or if you'd like to tweet me, you can tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. we got to take our last break. We've got a few more things I do want to talk about. We'll be right back. This is Just the Cats. Thanks for listening to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. And I'm getting the picture. You don't know this song, do you? This is newer Jimmy Buffett. Yes, it is. This, this, he did this a few years back, probably, what, five, six, seven, eight years ago. Time yeah. flies back uh, by the older you get. But uh, he did this for a the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Yeah, I'm watching the video right now. Yeah, yeah you like that video, I, I, didn't you? I think this is my favorite Jimmy Buffett video. <laughs> and you're thinking, oh, i got to look this up on YouTube. And yeah. You just want to complain about everything. When I'm not complaining about what, anything. You asked me what song I wanted to hear, and I said, let's listen to that one. Yeah. So, all right. Let's talk about this. We haven't talked about it yet. And uh, what do you think about U of L getting a forty-five day extension from the NCAA uh, to respond to the allegations? Why do you need I, an extra forty-five days? Well, I, I, listen, I, I think it hurts to go another forty-five days. Uh, to me, it's just kicking I'm, the can down the road. I mean, that's that's what always happens with these investigations. I think so too. I, I mean, you got. Kansas is probably going to fight it as long as they can. But to me, the more you prolong this, the more it hurts recruiting, the more it hurts the, the fan base. It's like, well, what's going to happen here? It's got to reflect on ticket sales. So I would think you would want to get this out of the way as quickly as you can. So I, I don't know the, uh, the intricacies of when it comes to fighting the NCAA on allegations, but Shannon, it just seems like this is not a good move by U of L. Am I wrong about that? Well, I mean, what if they get a punishment, though? I mean, at least you're delaying the punishment. You could tell recru- well, you could tell recruits. Well, look, we're going to just string this thing out. By the time we get a decision on it, you'll already be in the NBA or, well, or wherever that, you're going. That could be true, but there's not. There are some one and dones going to U of L, but not quite to the extent that they are at UK. Yeah. So let's be honest about that. These guys are going there for two or three years. So it hurt to me. It hurts their recruiting from that standpoint. So I, you know, I just it's time for them to just go ahead and say, okay, we're guilty. Let's just give us the punishment and move on, or they are going to essentially fight it, which I think they will, and it just prolongs it, and I think it makes the probation even I think the smart thing, to do, smart thing to do is to fight it. You know, they kind of uh, self-imposed, okay. set out the NCAA tournament yes. that year. What good did it really do them? None. Nothing. It hurt exactly. Them exactly. Yeah, yeah. But only to find out they were guilty again. So, yeah, well, I mean. I think uh, this time you fight it. Take a different approach. Yeah. Probably so, especially couple, when you got a totally new administration. Got a couple All right, of let's phone go to the calls. phone lines, 502-57, yep, 571-1080. Who's up? Scott. Hey, I got Scott, a what's question going on? Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, got a couple questions real quick. You was talking about uh, Patino right. being the hated coach. If y'all had a pick between Gillespie and Patino as a head coach right now, who would you pick? Oh, Rick Patino. I don't even have oh, to think about that. Rick I mean, Patino's, there's no yeah. doubt. I mean, He's a better, Patino's a much better there's coach. There's proven success there. Yeah, there's proven success there. So you just got to get over the ego, and you got to get over the things he's done in the past. We want to win championships, and I think we overlook all the bad, and we'll take the good. So would, would that make Gillespie more hated than Patino? No, I, I think he, that's a great question I, right there. I 
I, I think he's up there. He probably doesn't surpass Rick Bettino because, again, Gillespie did not go to U of L. I, I think that's the big difference maker right there. Don't you agree, Shannon? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can still dislike the guy and have him as our coach, but you can't argue with the success. The guy is a winner, like him or not. Yeah, I, I, that's right. I appreciate the phone call, Scott. But it, right. it, here's the here's the difference. What's that? Oh, Do we lose him? Okay. Here's the difference with Rick Pitino. Uh, he just made us, especially when he's flicking the bird as he's going out of Rupp Arena, and he's just done things in the past that made you dislike him. Where Gillespie, it was more of an embarrassment. I mean, he yeah. didn't do a great job. Uh, that's he, that's he, an era uh, that we just supposedly. all want to kind of forget ever existed. Forget about. Yeah. Yes. We exactly. still. We still. Are, all right. Let's go are, back. Are, to the... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's all right. No, I was going to say we're still okay with the Patino era at Kentucky. We just like him okay. because of what he did yeah, after the so. fact. Let's go to Sean. Correct. I'm with you. Hey, buddy. What's up, Sean? Oh, not a whole lot about you. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty I'm good. Doing hey, great. Miss, Thank miss, you. Miss heard lyrics. Steve Miller Band on the Big Old Jet Airliner. Yeah. And people go. Yes. Big Old Jet lit the light on. If you listen to it. Really? I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah. See if Shannon can pull it up play. <laughs> I love that. Well, I'll be honest right, with well, you. I don't know. We'll I don't know many of the lyrics to that song, so I didn't really know what he was saying there. But yeah, that's. I guess that's one that a lot of people misheard too. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Drew. Bye, buddy. See you. <laughs> All right, then. Was he saying a different name? Did he say Drew? I don't know what he said. He may have. I'll answer to any name. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, let's talk about this. Another uh, player gets uh, immediate eligibility. So there's a player that's transferring from Georgia, going to Georgia Tech. His name's Rodney Howard. And you can't claim that he's trying to get closer to home. He's originally from Michigan. Shannon. I, what else is happening here? I, I, I don't get this whole delay uh, with UK. We've got several athletes that, uh, you know, we keep just beating a dead drum. So let's go back to the phone line. <laughs> a dead drum. Up. Exactly. Who's up next? He's beating a dead. That's a new one I've not heard. Beating okay, a dead a drum. drum. Yes, exactly. JT, what's going on? Oh, fantastic day. Hey, and a rainy day. Yeah, you got um, that right. This question is for Shannon, and I know you're a big baseball fan. Yep. Can you tell me? If A-Rod and J-Lo are still hooking up, and when is the big deal? I, I believe A-Rod and J-Lo are married. Are they not? Yes, yes yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I saw him tweet or post on Instagram a couple of days ago uh, her big birthday party that they had. They spent like, yeah. I think they had, uh, I, I can't remember how much money they spent, some astronomical amount of money that they spent on her birthday. I think she just turned, is it 50? How old is she now? Yes, she's 50. 51, I think. Yeah. 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 So they're still together. Yeah, did you see the car that he bought her as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, anything else, JT? There's only one thing between those two is money, 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 money. (laughs) Good to hear from you, JT. All right, I appreciate that. Take care. Got uh, one more tweet. Uh, Had a rough day yesterday. Looking forward to your show. Always makes me laugh. Hoping for a better day today. It's from Gary. So I appreciate that, Gary. Your show means a lot to me, and we appreciate you. That was really nice. That's a great way to end it. We'll be see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a great day.